everyone and welcome back to our Even If You Missed podcast. We are Hudson and Luke and we are super excited today because we have a special guest joining us who is a published author. Can you believe that? It is one thing to be an author, but to be a published author, that is something to be proud of. We are really looking forward to this interview. The coolest thing about Kaylin is that she's Hudson's mama's too. The author we are interviewing today is Caitlin Bankson. She's the author of Marvelous Macy, The Delightful Days. It is the first in a series based on true life. Caitlin knows the trial and trauma of childhood cancer, childhood disability, and the fear of almost losing her daughter, the star of the series, Macy. She encourages readers to look for the treasures that hide in the rubble and gloom. Life is beautiful chaos, and her message is to press on and conquer read her stories and help create a world that is full of kindness and acceptance. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today. We are super excited to learn from you. Let's get right to finding about more about you with our first question. Why did you become an author? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. And it's nice to see you, Luke and Hudson. And so why did I become an author? Well, I've always loved to write. And becoming an author meant that I could share with other people. And I wanted to share our story um, as a way to encourage other people so that when things are hard, they would be encouraged to keep going. And uh, every day, they would be encouraged to live life with delight, right? The delightful days. What inspired you to write stories or who? Well, I guess Macy was the inspiration. I mean, her name is in the title, uh, but uh, watching her fight and overcome everything that she did really inspired me, but also the experience for us as a family was something that I thought uh, we could share or I could share in, in this picture book. And really, hopefully the takeaway is a message of hope. I guess that is the underlying inspiration, right? Is to take the hard things and use them to comfort people, encourage people, inspire people to keep going. Who is your favorite author? Okay, something about me that Hudson knows is that I have a very bad memory. (laughs) That is true, right? Um, But I do like to read, and when I have time to read, it's something that uh, I really enjoy. But thinking about who my favorite author was was difficult, and so I'm just going to say C.S. Lewis because he's sort of timeless. He's a very talented writer, in fact, to the point where some of his stories are are challenging. You can't be falling asleep. You have to be paying attention. Um, but he's just so well-written, and he has such an impact with his words. So I'm picking him today. And then my memory, another day, might remember somebody else. But for today, I'll pick him. What are your plans for your future books? Okay, that's a good question. I do have a second book in the works, and it is scheduled I mean, I say scheduled. I hope it will be published in September. And if you've read Marvelous Macy, you saw that at the very end, it said that she had tall mountains to climb and battles to overcome, right? Or battles to fight. And that's what the second book is about. It's, I really wanted to introduce Macy first so that people could fall in love with her and see that um, she has zest for life, right? And she is living and she is a good example of, of a resilient person. But uh, then I really wanted to go back and explain that life isn't always easy and show what it is that she really went through in a picture book. So it has to be, you know, kid-friendly and it can't be, you know, too scary or too detailed. But that's the next story. So the illustrator is actually working on the storyboard right now which is the second phase of what he does for me as an artist. So first he makes the characters, 
And then he does the storyboard, which is like a black and white of the book, right? Sort of a sketch. So I'm supposed to get that at the end of this month. So fingers crossed. And then maybe a third book. So I'm thinking possibly a three-part series, but uh, we'll see what I feel like after the second book. Wow, that's awesome. I can't wait for the next book. Another question is, what are some celebrations and struggles of being an author? Okay, uh, well, I really celebrated when first my kiddos, so Hudson, who's here today, and then Sawyer and Macy, and they all go to this school, when they got to see the book, when it was, you know, delivered to our house and it was a real thing and we could read through it. And especially watching Macy uh, the first time that I read it, when it really kind of hit her what I was doing, because I wasn't sure she totally understood and getting her to, uh, or watching her laugh and be excited and point at things in the book that she loved and realize that, oh, I think I did an okay job. Because I mean, some of the things I'm, I'm making up, like some of those characters in there that are her imaginary friends, like, I don't know, what will she think of them? And so watching her, you know, smile and laugh about it, that was uh, something to celebrate. And then also just getting messages from people, right? Or having them, um, you know, send me a picture of their kid reading the book or playing school using the book or, you know, um, it just impacting people in a positive way. The struggles are probably just trying to sell it. Because, you know, at first your friends and family buy it and that's so awesome and it's been so fun. And then you have the whole wide world and how do you get your book kind of out there? And I want to do that. I mean, financially, it'd be nice to pay off some of the investment, but really I want to do it because I, it means something to me, right? And so the struggle is really just trying to spread, spread the message and get it uh, in more people's hands. Did you video the... Did you video the, when Macy was reading it for the first time? Do you have that on video? No, not the one I'm thinking in my head. I have, I know, I wish I would have, like it, almost like a book opening, right? Or, um, and you know, I have, I have a couple videos when she first was looking at it herself on the couch and, and reading it. Um, but mostly that was her just saying like, no videos. <laughs> and so, so she maybe wouldn't have responded as authentically either, right? If I was videoing it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your background. Okay, well, the first important thing you need to know is that I love chocolate chip cookie dough, <laughs> like maybe many of you. I don't eat very much of it anymore, though. Um, just kidding. So I grew up in, I was born in Ontario, and then I lived in Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, and then Alberta. So I moved from New Brunswick to Fort McMurray, which is up north in Alberta, about eight hours from us here. And that's where I met my husband and Hudson's dad, Josh. And I worked, I started there working uh, in a business role at an oil company. And my background is actually that I have a business degree. So that was sort of where I started. And then from there, after, after kids, I shifted gears completely. And I was a personal trainer and I taught fitness um, boot camp classes and things like that. And I've kind of kept doing that right up until COVID hit because I have a home gym. And those clients have now just been waiting. <laughs> um, and so in the meantime, I shifted gears again to this whole author gig that I sort of say accidental author, but I guess now it's, it's official. <laughs> and so um, that's kind of a, me in a really, really small nutshell. I think it's amazing you can do so many things. Um, the next question is, why did you choose to write a book about Macy? Like, why not me or something? Out of my sheet? <laughs> Maybe it'll be next. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Okay. Okay. Well, that is a curveball. Okay, well, you're in the book, right? 
and you will be a little bit more present in the next book. So that's exciting. But that is a very good question because you were a huge help and support and part of all of the hard things we went through as a family. But Macy really was the one that had to do it, the hardest work, right? Well, and the other cool thing about Macy is that she really does wake up every day singing because you know that, right, Hudson? That's why I moved to the basement. Moved to the basement because she's very loud and full of life and she lives in the moment and that's why it's called the delightful days. But um, really, she was the one that had to be the bravest of all of us and she had to push herself the most. But through it all, and she really... Through it all, I'll finish that sentence first, she still smiles and she still uh, wants to get to know people and, and spread her zest around, just like the book. Um, and so I just think that she's such a good example of having a thankful heart, even though things have been really hard. And even if things are hard or even if things are scary, you can still find the good and be blessed that you woke up you know, that day and that you have another day ahead of you. And so I guess that's why she's sort of the star of the series, but um, it was really something that everybody experienced for sure. And Hudson is in his own right, a, a star. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hudson is a star in my eyes. Another question is, what's the most difficult part about writing a story? I think the most difficult part is actually finding the words. Like there are a lot of things that are technically hard and a lot of things I had to figure out. But the story you read is very different from the story I started with. So I think it's just coming to the place where you feel confident enough in the version that you have that you keep going with it, right? Because you could probably just pick away at it and rewrite it over and over again forever. And so it's really just finally going, yes, this is what I want to say. And the story you read, probably it started eight months or so before that, where I started playing around with the story. And it's totally different from, from the beginning. So it's just really finding the words, right? And then and feeling like you can go forward with them. How long have you been writing? Well, I have been writing all my life, but not writing necessarily to share. But I am... I have always been somebody that writes and that kind of goes through the thoughts in my heads and head and the things in my heart by writing. And I process things that way, right? Some people need to talk about things with um, a friend or a parent and some people need to write things down. And, and then there's many other ways that people do it. But, uh, but I have always been a person that has to write things down. I write things down to remember them. I write things down to just like reflect on things that I, I need to work through. And uh, ever since I can remember... I have kept journals and I have a bucket of them in our basement storage room and I don't really know what to do with them, but um, it helps me remember things too. So I guess I've been writing all my life in various ways to answer your question. Why do you write the kind of books you do? Well, I actually thought I would write an adult's book, so that's a great question. Uh, but I deci decided to start with a picture book because I thought that would best capture Macy. And also I thought it would be a gift for her. A lot of the things that she uh, went through when she was younger, she wouldn't really remember that well. So I kind of thought, you know what, this would be a treasure for her down the road to really learn about all of the things that she overcame. And I also thought that I really want kids to be able to learn how to accept themselves for exactly who they are and to keep going when things are hard and to have hope. And that isn't just a message for adults. So that's why I decided to start with picture books. When you begin writing your picture book, do you know what your ending will be? Well, no. I, at first I didn't because this book changed so much. The, uh, the story I started telling was a little bit different from what I ended up with. So I didn't really know the ending. No, 
I guess not. And now uh, with the second book, um, no, I didn't really know the ending. I sort of start with the idea and then work my way through. What does a day in the life of an author look like? Well, that is a good question. And I had to think about that um, because I had these questions a little bit earlier today. But um, it's I never have enough time for all of the ideas that I have. And it's sort of, well, what do you do all day? What are all these things you have to do? You wrote the book. It's already published. You should be done. But if you want people to sell it, then you have to look at marketing it, right? And I think um, maybe we'll talk about that later. But um, I work on graphics and I work on captions and writing blogs and trying to, well, write emails and trying to grow your email list. Then you have the technology sort of pieces. So working on your website or uploading things that you would like to sell there. What about creating those things you want to sell first? So finding a way to create resources if you don't know how to do it, finding people that do, um, making resources. So for teachers, uh, making some lesson plans, uh, things like that. Again, finding experts that you can have help you. Um, making freebies. So there's coloring pages on there and there are there's a crossword, there's paper dolls, there's posters, a whole bunch of things like that. So um, that's sort of, you know, I guess a little picture of it. But it feels like um, there's also taking courses. So I take courses, right? Things like try to get better at writing or get better at marketing. Um, and then writing, right? So actual writing like the next book or if I do a third or if I do an adult book and then you're just chasing ideas, right? And so it's actually quite busy uh, with um, all of those different um, pieces of, of being an author, I guess. Does that answer your question? That sounds like a lot to do in one day. Another thing that you probably have to do and we have a question about it is what are some of your marketing strategies so that people know about your book? I thought that was there. I thought I had read that. So I use Instagram. I use Pinterest a little bit, but again, it's just a new thing I'm trying out and Amazon ads. So my book is published through uh, what is called KDP, which is Kindle Direct Publishing, which is the back end of Amazon. And so all of those platforms have different you know, ways that you should best use them. Um, you have to tweak certain things, especially with the Amazon ads and different types of content. So different ways of engaging with the people that use them them and um, different um, things that you would want to post. So uh, I use those as well as um, the big thing I'm most interested in is actually growing my email list. So that's probably the best marketing strategy, but my email list is very small. So I'm trying to grow that. And, um, and then you want people to get to the website, right? And to read your blog posts. And so you're trying to direct traffic uh, virtually to all these different platforms. Where, do you, where could we find your book if we were to go by Macy, The Delightful Days, or even your, how can we access you with your website and that kind of thing if teachers were interested or parents, anything like that? Yeah, you bet. So it's my first name, Caitlin Bangson, first and last name, uh, .com for the website. And there are, like I said, all those freebies there, some resources for sale, and you can buy the book um, or just Amazon. Uh, you can buy Marvelous Macy, The Delightful Days. So you can just search that there. How long does it take to complete one of your books? Oh, okay, so I guess when I first decided I would do the picture book until when I had the words that I thought, okay, I'm ready to uh, take this to the next step was about eight months. And then from then, it was about a year. So it was last March when, when uh, we were doing distance learning that really that was when I said, yes, these are the words I want for the book. And then it took that whole year, partly waiting on illustrations, but then the other piece was just learning, right? Huge learning curve, trying to figure out what to do and market it and all those things we talked about. So from March to the next March, because I just launched it this March first. So 
over a year, I guess, for this particular book. And the second will be faster because you learn, right? That's amazing. You did that all in one year. Wow. Well, <laughs> and then actually get it published. That's a good way to look at it because sometimes you think you're never doing things quickly enough. So that's great. But yeah, thanks. How do you write a book and get it published? Uh, well, anybody can write a book. So that's the first thing I want to say for all of you uh, people that like writing, all you kids, that um, basically you, you, if you wrote a book right now and then you knew it was formatted correctly and you uploaded it to the back end, you could click publish. Of course, there's a few more things to it than that, but really, truly, anybody could do it. So, you know, once you have your words, if you don't need pictures, then you're just editing and formatting. And you can even get help with that from people that have done it before or from people that you can hire. If you need pictures, then of course you need to either be an artist or hire someone for the pictures. And once you have that, uh, my illustrator also knew how to format. So I was hiring him for the pictures and the artwork, but also for the formatting, which is a piece I couldn't do either piece. I probably could have figured out the formatting, which I think, again, anybody probably could through um, getting coaches or YouTube or whatnot, right? You could figure that out. So if you just had words and you knew they were good, you could just get them uploaded. And then you could YouTube all of the other things about uh, picking your keywords and categories and things that are on the other side of Amazon. It's so amazing because kids know how to do all this. Like true, <laughs> yeah. YouTube that and find out exactly. So yeah, go write a book. <laughs> what advice do you have for kid writers? Just keep writing. And I think the biggest thing is just remember that some of the greats, you know, some of the people you see that are famous or that are um, authors you would aspire to be like, um, they maybe started and were rejected over and over and over again by publishers. And uh, finally, right, we know about them now, but you forget about all the years that they were just, you know, submitting things and getting no good feedback. I'm just reading a book actually uh, by Stephen King, who, you know, he's famous, he has movies, he has books. And he was just like poor as poor can be because he couldn't make any money writing and everything was rejected. And so it's just keep writing and you don't have to, maybe that's not going to be your job. Maybe it's just your hobby, but if you write something and it's not good, it's helping you and it's teaching you for the next version and the next thing you write. It's practice, right? Just like if you were practicing the violin, you got to keep doing it. <laughs> if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? I would say don't stress if the words don't come and just walk away. Like take a break and then go back later and, and keep writing. Because for me, the way that I write is like I things are going around and around in my head and I might even have sticky notes or write on the back of receipts or things sort of all around me. And then one day I'll just sit down and it'll all come out. So I have to train myself. Now I'm learning this. So I would have said to myself, I guess, in the past, don't stress if you don't, if you can't do it in this moment, because your moment will come and you'll, the words will come. What did you edit out of this book? Oh, well, I said that it changed quite a bit, right? And so I think the biggest thing that I um, edited out was I sort of shifted gears because at the end of this book, like I said, we talk about um, the battle and the, the tall mountains being another story, but I started with it being in the story. So I really took that out and decided to um, just introduce Macy. 
So I cut actually quite a bit out because I'm using all that. And, and that's when I decided, well, it could be maybe a little mini series. Wow, we have learned so much from you and you have inspired through our story, your life journey through Macy and through your writing. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. We can't wait to read more of your books. Well, I was really excited to come here today. So thank you for taking the time to think through and plan and come up with these great questions. And it, it helps me. And all of the questions, they help me write better because then I know what, what's interesting to people. And it makes me have to think about the reason behind the words. So thank you.